0: to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission otherwise known as scottcast today we've got fan favorite ian dixon here and did you like that fade out that was nice that was a good fade out i haven't uh tried the fade out but then i was in the middle of saying it's the super color blah blah, blah. and it was and very I, loud yeah and it was very loud <laughs> and, and i was like oh i gotta i'm gonna try a fade out man a manual fade out so uh, it was nice. It sounds like we have like a proper intro. Yeah, yeah. Like now I'm really into the into the pod, man. Like we're in pod space now. Yeah, I've discovered that that is the space that I live for. Like I'm literally rearranging everything in my life professionally, uh, personally, so that I can get as much time potting as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm I'm going to some old time clients of Kraus Digital. I'm like, look. I've got an idea. It includes podcasting. Let's let's do this and then and, and and like let's up some services and let's make it so that I work exclusively for these people, right? Mm-hmm. And and that that's my financial base is covered. And then the rest of my time is spent potting. Mm -hmm. You know, because I've been spending a lot of uh, contrary to popular belief, I spend a lot of time canvassing and looking for looking for people to do real work for, like, say, marketing and web development. Mm -hmm. And I'm tired of it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it anymore. I would rather I would rather do web development work and marketing work for one person. Do my best I can for this person. Get an adequate paycheck to just kind of live and do my do everything I'm doing, which is not expensive in the grand scheme of things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's just living life and uh, podcasting and cat food. Yeah, that's like that's like my. If you had to stack them up, I would buy cat food before I pay podcasting fees for those humane people out there. But that's about the that's about the mix. That's the product mix I go for. Yeah. Podcast material, uh, cat food, and uh, living stipends. So, you know, fingers crossed, by the time this, no, this podcast is coming out before that, but by the time the podcast after this comes out, I'm going to know. And if I'm super happy, then that means the deal went good. And if I'm just bringing a bunch of articles about cannibalism to kind of mm-hmm. self-genuflect or something like that, uh, then we know. What happened Yeah well, you yeah. know only one way up, Ian, and that's up or down if you're digging down if you're digging and you're aiming. I was thinking that today. did mm-hmm. you see the uh, did you see what they're doing with the old Macy's, the old department store in de- no. d- downtown Detroit? Uh, one of the rich guys, probably Gilbert I think, something like that mm-hmm. bought it to art down and it's a huge hole right now. And you mean the, the Hudsons. Like, the Hudsons. That's it. Yeah, it's a huge hole right now, and he wants to make the tallest building in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And me and Sabal drove past it today. And if you look at the, if you look at the little poster, if you look at the little, I don't know, artist rendering of what it's going to be, mm-hmm. it's literally just a dick. It's just a really tall building with two side buildings at the base. Mm-hmm. It's got it's balls in a dick. It's balls in a shaft. Yeah. I think it's even has a bit of like a, a rounded top that yeah. looks like a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, look, Mr. Rich Man, whoever's doing this, whoever's, whoever's making these decisions, hmm. you've got two options the way I see it. Continue going the way you're going, where you have this enormous dick building that, sure, it's the biggest building in Detroit, but... In the grand scheme of things, it's not. It's like the 50th tallest building in the world. So, like, yeah, sure, you have the biggest dick in Detroit, but in the when you compare it to everything else, it's, it's laughable. Yeah. Do you want to make an impression to the locale, or do you want to make an impression to the world? Because I have an idea for making an impression to the world. Hit us with it. The same thing. Just point it down. Mm-hmm. Just dig. Dig and make the skyscraper. Invert the skyscraper so it's a upside-down skyscraper, much like Cast City, mm-hmm. and it's going to have several benefits in my mind. It's going to be expandable. So, like, yeah, it's going to be originally, when as soon as you open the door, it's going to be the largest underground building in the world mm-hmm. as soon as you open it. And as time goes by and other people are like, I want the biggest inverted dig, you're going to be able to be like, well, screw you. I've got a head start. I'm gonna just dig some more. Just mm-hmm. add add some stuff to the bottom, and you can do that for like forever. Yeah. And if and if you reach some sort of slate at the bottom, you can just go sideways. Just have a little crook, crooked dick, A little crooked dick. You know, you know, little dick that uh, goes all the way down, and then and then and then goes to the sides, and it's like you, now you have your own underground society. Mm-hmm. Underground societies are where it's at. I have no clue why nobody is going for this. I mean, I'm sure it's not as difficult as it looks. I'm sure it's not as difficult as people put out. I think people mm-hmm. are just having uh adoption, you know, anxiety mm-hmm. when it comes to the idea. They're just like, oh, "I don't know. I don't know. No one else does. it people will think I'm silly." You know. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot more efficient in terms of
1: like heating and cooling and mm-hmm. energy usage than mm-hmm. if you were to build up. Mhm.
0: Let's be honest. Let's be honest. How much sunlight gets in those giant glass towers? On the outside offices? Sure. A little bit of sunlight. Well, it's a fucking oven on the outside offices. (laughs) (laughs) And it's an oven. And and the rest of the building? It's just all fluorescent, you know, bullshit. It's just all the same stuff. Why not build an underground tower? An inverted tower. An inverted dick. As soon as you do it, you're going to have the world's biggest inverted dick. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's becoming the, you know, we're we're trashing the patriarchy, right? Let's not make a giant dick. Let's make a giant hole. Okay, well, that might be the title of the episode, <laughs> or it might get cut out. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. And speaking of dicks, mm. actually, this is a very uh, phallic centric podcast. This episode, I lots feel. of dicks in the news. A lot of dick news, uh, you know. Today, surprisingly, in dick news, not American politics, though. Yeah, not American <laughs> politics. You know, not. Yeah, are you, what kind of chair are you in? You're like so much higher than I am. I, I do it on purpose. Mm. This is my stool. Uh, I, I, it's a kind of a swivel stool. Like the bottom is kind of like a like a weeblow. Mm. You know, Weeblow's wobble, but they don't fall down. Mm. Uh, And it's a little bit higher than everybody else. And I Mm -hmm. use it for the dispatch, and I use it for ScottCast. Mostly for the dispatch, because Mm -hmm. I've got a limited time to make an impression.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But the impression I want to make is I am the pod master. I am the pod king.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: What I say goes and is the most important thing. Now, I'm a kind pod king. Understand. And I will usually let people... Have their say, have their full say and go on tangents and go wherever they want with the conversation. But when it comes down to it, I'm the pod king and the fastest way I found to really put that imago into people's minds, you know, into the put that imago to work Mm -hmm. is just to sit higher and kind of also take up half of the table with my wingspan. You know, it's a large table, and I take up half of it just with my wingspan and the way I sit. Mm-hmm. So it's like everyone gets enveloped into my podcasting arms. You know, yeah. I'm a kind pod king. I'm like I'm like a father figure, but I'm stern, but but, a, but tough but mm-hmm. and affectionate. You know, I'm stern but kind, mm-hmm. and I, w- I have your best interests in mind, but only if they align with mine. <laughs> I'm a good pod king. We got Dick News. And Dick News. Man with no pants falls through Alabama Waffle House ceiling
2: mm-hmm. and
0: fights patrons before escaping. Customers of a Waffle House in Tuscumbia, Alabama, uh-huh. were left panicked on Sunday. After a man in his underwear fell through the ceiling following a failed robbery attempt. The Times Daily newspaper reported that police officers identified the suspect as 27-year-old Wesley Glenn of Birmingham. After fleeing the scene on foot, Bost is now wanted on first-degree criminal mischief and burglary charges. What's criminal mischief? I feel like anything's criminal mischief. Uh, I don't know. Have to get some uh, Hamtramck Avengers up in here to help
1: us understand.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, the Hamtramck Avengers think anything's criminal mischief. They're Tra- kind of they're they're top folk. Walking too close to a dumpster. If you interrupt their afternoon coffee, that's criminal mischief. <laughs> I feel like criminal mischief really kind of it's like a catch-all term. Mm-hmm. Like the police might use to be able to uh you know, uh, to prosecute anybody they wish. They, what are they, What's this guy getting prosecuted for? Mischief. He's very mischievous. Mm, yes. <laughs> 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 well, I guess being pantsless in public is pretty mischievous. It's pretty... Yeah, I would say that's mischievous. Is it criminal? Mm, mm. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, the police chief said he was trying to break into the restaurant's office... Above the dining space By going via the ceiling of a bathroom Mm -hmm. Okay, so he was trying some Mission Impossible shit Mm -hmm. After climbing up, he tumbled through the floor and onto the dining area below There's a video captured, which we might post on Instagram According to Way TV, he had removed his blue jeans and tied them to the bathroom door to ensure he wasn't disturbed (laughs) Aren't there usually locks on those? (laughs) Yeah, maybe that would have been mean, better. I guess a public bathroom—if it was like multiple stalls, it wouldn't have a lock. But well, what, what, weas- what raises more questions, right? Uh, mm. A bathroom that's empty, mm-hmm. or a bathroom that's locked by a pair of blue jeans? Right? <laughs> True. <laughs> which one? Which one makes you want to investigate? <laughs> well, Alabamans aren't known for their intellect. Yeah, they got that. Uh, have you ever seen Happy Gilmore?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that's my that's the entirety of my knowledge of Alabama. Yeah. Oh, that and Forrest Gump. <laughs> you know, if Alabama, if you want to be known for the intellect that you foster, you need to start putting them in movies. Mm-hmm. Like I understand that maybe an Alabaman, you know, with a couple degrees and a and a good family and a and a good job. And a and a fine intellect himself might listen to this and be like, "That's that's that, that you, you're you're still prejudiced against the Alabama state." Well, well I'm if, sure there's intelligent people in Alabama. I'm just saying, like nationally, in terms of like uh, statistics,
1: they're last, and are most, they
0: most things related to are education? Are they actually last? Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, shit. Get spending, yo. Like. I feel like education is something that money spent actually goes somewhere. Yeah, you know, money spent means smarter teachers that give more of a fuck, mm-hmm. and even from there, it's going to get better. Even if we don't, even if we don't improve what's clearly broken in like testing people, mm-hmm. like standardized testing, and all that shit, and and the whole industrial kind of kind of format of everything where there's a bell and a foreman and everything. Like, literally, schools are designed after, uh, like, pre-20th pre century industry. Yeah. It's, like, it's designed to simulate that because the whole purpose of school back then was we have factories. We need to fill them with workers. How do we train workers? Oh, well, we'll just put them in school, which is pretty much simulating a factory environment. Mm-hmm. The bell rings. You go to work, go to class, until the bell rings again, then you go to lunch, until the bell rings again, then you go back to work, until the bell rings again, and you leave. Right. It's the same format. Mm-hmm. Everything's standard because in a factory, you bet your ass shit better be standard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what, one person better be replaceable by the next person because they're making a product that needs to be the same day in, day out. But even then, like having teachers that give a fuck will even make that system better. True. And having teachers that give a fuck will allow them to better edit that system to be like, you know what, maybe we don't need these bells like this. Mm -hmm. Maybe we don't need standardized tests like this. Maybe it's better if if one person gets an A for one reason and another person gets an A for a different reason. True. You know, maybe it's just applying the strength in a productive kind of manner. And what's productive mean? Well, we'll let those smarter teachers figure out. I ain't getting paid for this shit. (laughs) In a clip of the incident viewed hundreds of thousands of times, the dazed man is seen tumbling onto a table after falling through the Waffle House's ceiling. One person is heard shouting, Hey, uh, it's raining motherfuckers. (laughs) 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 As customers film the chaos and shouting, workers attempt to keep the man inside the store. He falls to the ground briefly before standing and forcing his way out the front. Police said after exiting the restaurant he got into a car with another suspect. Oh, he had a getaway driver. Mm. He couldn't lock the door but he could find a getaway driver. So wouldn't you he planned this enough to have a getaway driver mm-hmm. but not enough to have something to lock the door with. Mm-mm. Even then, just put the getaway driver in the bathroom being like, hold on, hold on. It's right. a tough one this time. <laughs> hold on. You don't want to be in here. Try the women's. You know? Also, isn't there a better place to rob than a Waffle House? Right. What kind of cash does a Waffle House have on hand? <laughs> you know? I mean, I love waffles. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure they do. I mean, in Alabama, let's be honest, Chicken and Waffles probably does fantastic. Mm. You know, I would eat there every day. I was going to go to a fried chicken place today before we settled on uh, gastropub burgers at the Raven, mm. a Rusted Raven, the Rusted Crow. Mm. Ever been to the Rusted Crow? No. We went to the Rusted Crow, me and Sabal, and had these fantastic gastropub kind of burgers, so big that I couldn't even finish it, which is saying something. I'm, I'm, I'll eat a burger, mm-hmm. I'm saying. It's, like my, it's, it's the top half of my food pyramid. Burger. It's got wheat, it's got protein, it's got vegetables and fruit, and it's all in a delightful uh, circle package so that you can determine how much of it you ate on pie chart basis. True. It's fantastic food. So anyways, let's see what happened to this guy. Did he get caught? Did he not get caught? We have his car and we have his driver's license and identification <laughs> he left in his pants inside <laughs> the Waffle House. <laughs> so much of this is like he's aspiring to like mission impossible level operation but no there's details he missed out on yeah i can be like that i can be very not detail oriented Mm -hmm. and it seems like this guy's kind of falling prey to that same thing i fall prey to all the time you know, I'm, I'm always like big project, big undertaking, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it get it done. And I'm going to but when it comes time to the details, I'm like, oh, I want to do all the details. Right. But I just don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the guy who's robbing the Waffle House by cl- cl- climbing through the ceiling <laughs> and trying to I don't know. Did he think that there was going to be like like a trap door into the office somewhere? And like because I'm imagining that. The ceiling of a Waffle House is just a just drop ceiling, right? You know, That's what it sounds like, because he dropped right through it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like the kind of shit that you can fling a number two pencil at and right. it'll stick in. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so apparently this happens all the time. Last week in Tennessee, police arrested a half-naked 26-year-old woman uh, identified as Harley Morton after she fell through the ceiling of a local barbecue restaurant. <laughs> she was charged with trespassing, vandalism, and disorderly conduct. And it's not immediately clear even why she did that. Was she wearing pants? She wasn't. Oh. She wasn't. She wasn't wearing pants. This is the second time in like a couple weeks that somebody went into some sort of a restaurant, mm-hmm. went to the bathroom, and was like, I'm going in. I take the pants Ways off. <laughs> <laughs> crawling through the drop ceiling
1: what would happen if we went to a restaurant a local restaurant
0: mm-hmm. and deep pantsed in the in the restroom the pantsed, mm-hmm. but then just like came out and acted like nothing like everything was good like would we get in trouble if we didn't drop through the ceiling that's a good question. Like, how? What is exposure? Like, we're both wearing boxers or right. boxer briefs. It's or something like as like good that. as wearing uh, shorts in the summer, right? Like real tight shorts.
1: I mean, well, you know,
0: you know, definitely outline shorts. Yeah, uh, you might get a a hint of a bat dick or something. A little hint of dick, but but it's not exposed. Exposed, right? It's just uh, there, and it's just like shorty shorts. And shorty shorts aren't so bad, but I still think as, uh, to grown men,
1: because mm-hmm.
0: these people are grown men and they're younger than us, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting charged as grown men. That's something that I've noticed as I grow in age, I'm currently 29 years old and I'm reading all these stories and it used to be, I'd read these stories and like, I'm a teenager and I hear like 26 and I'm like, no, oh, that guy's, that guy's an adult. Mm-hmm. That guy has his whole life, all sorts of stuff happening in his life. I wonder what happened. And now I'm I'm 29. I'm like this man's 26. The fuck was he thinking? Still a child. Yeah, he's still a child. Like I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like I have a little bit of empathy with this guy in the sense that, you know, that's really bad thinking. But you know, A for effort. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's definitely. That's definitely uh, seizing an opportunity, mm-hmm. but it's just terrible thinking, and that—that's that, kind of the limit of it. Do you think this says anything about like, as a society, how we understand reality? Because that sounds like he watched too many movies and he, like, tried to do a thing. Right. That's true, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah it sounds exactly like a Mission <laughs> Impossible plot or something like that where people are going through, like, like Die Hard because mm-hmm. he goes through the vents. It sounds like a Die Hard plot where he's uh, climbing through the ceiling. But then they have all those comedy movies where people are doing the drop ceiling and trying mm-hmm. that and then they just fall through. Right. I remember when I was in high school, I used to have kind of, like, you know when I was bored in class, mm-hmm. uh, not paying attention to how math is done,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'd be like, "I wonder if I could get in that drop ceiling and crawl around." <laughs> but then I was like, mm, it would fall through. Yeah. And this is me as like a 15 year old because I can support like one pound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they're literally like little foam things <laughs> that break in half as soon as like you you, you breathe on them. <laughs> oh my lord. When I was in high sc- middle school, I remember a story that I might cut out but like I just kind of discovered that aspect of drop tile ceilings Mm -hmm. that um, they're they're pretty much just foam Mm -hmm. and I had a whole pack of pencils Mm -hmm. and I showed up at class early and I was like huh I wonder if I can flip it up Mm -hmm. stab it in yeah you know and I tried it and I tried it and I tried it. And people kind of filtered into the class. And I was trying and trying and trying. And I finally, I got it. And then a lot of people started filtering into the class. And the teacher didn't. And I was like, oh, shit. There's a pencil in the class on the ceiling. That's me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's vandalism.
1: Yeah.
0: And everyone's in class now. The class is starting. And I don't want to be the one reaching up to get it.
1: Mm-hmm. Why don't you just
0: leave it on there? That's what I did. And class starts teacher looks at the ceiling and it's like, who did that? Silence in the classroom. Could it be the person directly below it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what she would go for the whole time. Who did that? Silence in the class. Mm-hmm. I, who's, like, I think she eventually even made a threat. Like, if no one tells me, I've got to punish y'all. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared as fuck. <laughs> I, I've never been in trouble in my life in school. And I'm just sitting there. And I know people know mm-hmm. because they saw me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do anything, mm-hmm. and they don't do anything, and the bluff works. Nobody gets in trouble. Nice pencil gets removed. Class goes on. <sighs> oh my fuck! Life goes on. Like what's she
1: gonna do anyway? Make you pay for a replacement
0: tile? All right, send me to the principal's man. Tell my parents, oh. man. I'm going to be a hoodlum. That you put a tiny hole in a thing that's full of holes. Right? That's what I was thinking. It already looks like it's been riddled with fucking pencil holes. It does not look like I'm the first person there. Yeah. You know? It's designed to look this way. It's practically made to have your time pass by tossing pencils up and waiting for shit to happen, which is what I was doing when class started. I sat down ready to learn. Yeah. You know? And everyone else was ready to learn. It's just that there was a pencil up there. Mm-hmm. You know? If it fell, great. Someone gets a pencil now. Yeah. You know, that's more supplies for them. It's practically a charitable thing I did. Yeah. You know? But the teacher was livid, and I absolutely was not about to fall on that sword or pencil. <laughs> 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 Have you ever been in uh, the student center at Wayne State there,
1: or Fine University down the street?
0: Uh, No, I've never been. Okay. I it that glass kind of thing um i don't know what what, what's what's that well they've got like a lounge section in the upper level but it's all that drop ceiling and there's just like paper airplanes stuck in the ceiling like tons of them tons tons of them see when there's tons it starts to become an attraction and like oh it's a community thing it's that one solitary one <laughs> that people can squash. Right. Right? It's, it's like when Caesar was murdered. Like the entire nobility did it. Mm-hmm. And who can blame any of them? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, it turns out everyone could blame everyone. Yeah. But point being, if everyone stabs a guy, who killed him? No one knows. Mm-hmm. I guess the whole group still killed him how do you prosecute a whole group so it's because you were a pioneer that you were concerned about consequences yeah it's that first it's that first adopter penalty Mm -hmm. you know when you have tech when there's new technology and shit and you want to be on the cutting edge you got to deal with all the bugs Mm -hmm. and stuff and that's what i was dealing with when i threw that pencil into that ceiling by the way nobody ever did it again (laughs) so it's not like i started the thing well I needed a first follower. If somebody else saw me doing that, it was like, hmm, that's fine. Let me try it. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Oh, we both got one. And I was like, oh, well, you got yours quicker. Fuck you. But point being, we'd have a first follower. That's mm-hmm. two people. Yeah. Although then maybe I think somebody would be like, it was those two. Because prosecuting a group of people is also easier than prosecuting one person, I think. Mm-hmm. You think? I don't know. Would you prosecute a group of people over a single person? Like groupthink? That You would blame groupthink in a way? I'm not a lawyer, so I have no idea. I mean, I guess it depends on what what the crime we're talking about. You don't assign blame at all in your life, do you? I think uh, people's actions make sense if you try to understand their situation. I'm kind of the same boat too. Mm-hmm. I'm usually like, hmm, yeah. If I was him, I'd probably do the same thing. It's not that bad. Yeah. But you know, then again, there's you can't just. Say that for everything. True. Right? You can't excuse everybody for Mm -hmm. shit for everything they do. You can't have a lawless society just because you understand and empathically relate to people. Right. So where's that line? Well, episode 51, I, uh, I would not condone murder. But you would condone cannibalism. But if you got a body around. Right. I don't see the problem with taking a little nibble. Yeah, if it, if the it, corpse is there. Again, if you're making it with those Moroccan spices... It, it might be excellent. It looked delicious. might be delicious. If you've ever watched Hannibal, like the way he prepares human being, I mean, it looks better than anything I've ever made. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> in your drop ceiling situation... Right. Uh, if you were not wearing pants, what do you think the bigger problem would have been? Definitely the sexual harassment of a small group of middle school students.
1: You think you would have gotten in trouble for not wearing pants? She was really upset about that pencil. She
0: was super upset about the pencil. And, like, if also I was not wearing pants, A, she would be like, you're the pencil guy, too, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I know those two activities aren't necessarily related, but come on. One day someone has no pants and there's shit in the ceiling, that's you. That's you or you know who did it. <laughs> That shit didn't happen independently. So I think, yeah, I think I would have gotten in a lot more trouble. My parents would have been called, and mm-hmm. my parents would have been like, where did we go wrong? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I think my parents, the route my parents would have taken. Yeah. Uh, the guilt route. Where it's like you know I love my parents and you know they spoiled me essentially as a kid you know mm-hmm. in a good way like they were like ah oh, you know you wanted something cool I'll get you something cool oh you you know you're doing you're doing okay in school well that's fine you're you at least as long as you're trying you know and stuff mm-hmm. like that and and if I went and if I got a disciplinary report that went back to them it would have been like that that's that's the punishment it wouldn't have been so much taking my games away. Or, mm-hmm. Or defenestrating me, or anything would like have that. Been like the disappointment, just the disappointment. Like I thought we raised you better. Yeah, you know, and that's what I was afraid of that whole time. Hmm. <laughs> getting disappointed, getting, getting mm-hmm. my parents disappointed, and hearing that lonesome train in the yeah. in the distance. That that lonesome train of my parents' pride just leaving port forever. Trains don't leave port; they leave station. Yeah, ships leave port, like the Titanic. Right. We're going to do a Titanic episode. I'm I'm announcing it now. Okay. Uh, It's going to be the most intricately assembled Titanic episode. I was inspired by James Cameron. He did Titanic. Mm -hmm. Director of Aliens. And there's a lot of little details in it that inspire me. Like uh, the entire time that they're filming the ship in 1912, Mm -hmm. and that it's based in the ship, in the settings of the ship, is two hours and 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that is the length of time it took the Titanic from striking the iceberg to sinking. He literally made it right there. And the time in the movie that the ship strikes the iceberg, Mm -hmm. 37 seconds, which is the length of time it took for the ship to strike the iceberg in real life. Mm. A lot of little details. So we're going to make a two-hour, 40-minute pod Talking about the Titanic, we're gonna have okay. to try and bring it in. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of bad things to you, aren't I? I'm making you consume media you do not want to listen like, to or have. You're trying to drive me away from the cast or something. I'm not trying to drive you away from the <laughs> cast. It's James Cameron. You like James Cameron? There's practical effects galore in yeah. Titanic. It is entirely almost practical effects. It just fills in like the blanks with CGI. Mm-hmm. Like CGI should be done. It's practical effects, practical effects, practical effects. A little CGI so it looks like the ocean rather than a bathtub. Mm -hmm. Well. Kate Winslet got hypothermia in the movie. (laughs) Like, actually. Yeah. She actually got hypothermia from being in the water. Mm. (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio is actually dead. Yeah? Yeah. It's hard to not go on. Just a clone of him. To eventually get an Oscar mm. 20 years later. I think it was like 22 years later. That's too long. You know, I know DiCaprio should have gotten a better Oscar for that. Anyway, I, I've, I've spent too much time talking about Titanic already. We gotta get back to uh, pantsless folks. We gotta get pan- back to Dick News. Okay. So we covered the Waffle House guy. Yeah. His dick was out. Kinda. It was out in the sense that it was in his underpants and he was Mm. fighting customers on his way out. Yeah. If you have a question about that, submit it to email bag, Master Charles. (laughs) Oh, which reminds me, we do have email bag. Oh. Get them sound effects up in here. That one was loud as fuck. Yeah, I need to normalize that (laughs) shit. (laughs) So email bag. Master Charles wrote in... Um. after he listened to the 50th episode, Spectacular. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't so much surprised at the results. Mm-hmm. He didn't really mention the results. He was more... His soul was rocked mm-hmm. by the very end when Bronwyn and Emily in unison said "testies." Mm-hmm. He... He, was, he said that it disturbed him to his, to his core when, mm. when that last testes. He made sure to remark that it was the last testes, not the first time they said testes. Mm. But the last time they said testes, he was rocked to his core. Mm. That said, I have no idea why they said testes. So I, I feel like we should like at least cover that gap. Like, Why did they say testes at all? I was uh, like, Bronwyn, say hi. She was like, testies. Testes. Like, what's the deal? I don't recall much of that. You don't have any insight into why your wife would just uh, announce uh, male anatomy? It sounds like it was coordinated. It was coordinated. But I feel like you're, you're, the original testes was just Brown one. Mm. And the second testes was the coordinated so that Emily wouldn't have to talk more. Mm. You know, they both get performance anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, like, they were like, okay, we needed to do something that coordinated, that that just completely dismisses us with one fell swoop. Yeah. Oh, I just answered it. There you go. So don't be disturbed, Master Charles. That was just a half-assed attempt not to produce content for ScottCast. Yeah. And this is why I stick with the tram It's either me, me with Ian, or me with Ian and Sneaky D, and sometimes me with Sneaky D. You know, and Sabelle comes in for Sundays with Sabelle once in a while because it's nice and relaxing to talk with Sabelle. You know, she's talking about stab wound Wanda, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. It's relaxing. But primarily, Scott Cast is based on the for it. Dick News. Mm-hmm. Let's not do this pet bulldog one. That's too sad and weird. <laughs> Although, maybe that's perfect for it. I mean okay here's a sad weird one like that's gonna be less jokes and more what the fuck pet bulldog euthanized for biting owner's testicles off after he spread peanut butter on his crotch report a 22 year old man do you have any sympathy for a 22 year old man who does that
1: uh, yeah.
0: Oh, really? I don't know. You do? You, you like, okay, like, someone comes into your office is like, I got a story to tell. I'm 22, and there's a can of peanut butter. I mean, that's still, like, a dumb college kid age. It's dumb, I mean, yeah, a little bit. Like, a little after college, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean... These days, it's hard to know when when we should expect someone to have, like, adequate reasoning skills to survive the world. Why is that? Because... You think, like, electronics and shit like that, like, well, destroy reasoning skills? I mean, I, I don't run into a lot of people who impress me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Present company included. Uh, I mean... I'm not. I'm not terribly impressed myself. I don't know what to say. Who are you impressed with? <laughs> um, like anybody in uh, like this age, I should say. Like we're not talking about Notes from the Underground. Yeah. You know he. Pre- oh, by the way, yeah. he was critical of socialism. Did you pick up on that? Yeah. Well, he was. Uh... <clears throat> I mean, he was uh, imprisoned for a long time because of
1: the communists in Russia. So,
2: so that was probably it's, part of it.
0: Yeah. I'd be uh, critical of any regime that pris- imprisoned yeah. me, too. You know? Especially, well, actually, if Scott Castigators, if they took the pod and continued the pod, mm-hmm. and and they respected the pod after imprisoning me, like because maybe I get too much power, mm-hmm. I would be... I don't know. Maybe I would be sympathetic. Like, oh, I'm getting too much power. They want to preserve Scott Cast for what it was.
1: Hmm.
0: Like, maybe I would allow that to happen. But most movements, like, I am on the fence about pretty much everything. Capitalism, socialism, communism, Mm -hmm. anarchy, uh, pretty much everything. I'm like, well, there's pros and cons. Well, that's, that's the truth. Nothing's perfect. Yeah. Um, there's, there's certainly
1: aspects of capitalism that have benefited society, and aspects that are fucking us real hard right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just turn on the news. <laughs> so, um,
2: I
1: don't know. Is, is socialism a perfect answer? No, but it's. I do think it has its benefits. Uh,
0: would resolve some of the problems with capitalism. I feel like, 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 not a hard transition. Mm-hmm. Like... Well, no, you can't just flip it. Right. It's a... It has to be a process. Sure. Like, what would you change first? Well, I'm not an economist, so I wouldn't be a good person to answer that question. What would you like to see changed first in a beneficial way? Like, I'm not going to come at you with, like, well, what about this? But, like, what would you like? I think that basic needs must be accommodated, so... Universal health care I think there should be a universal basic income. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do? Yes. I was. I. I, I brought that idea up uh, during the Hamtramck Avengers episode. Mm-hmm. I was unsure if you were on board with it or not. Mm-hmm. But you are on board with I that I am idea. on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want people stealing tip jars with seven dollars no. in them. Everyone should have a place to live and food on the table. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a great place to live. No. And honestly, the shittiest food these days is uh, leaps and bounds better than the food that we had a century ago. Yeah. You know, leaps and bounds. Like, there's a reason why human beings are larger these days Mm -hmm. than a century ago. Like, in the Titanic, the scene where they have the grand staircase, the set that they built for that scene was actually 20% bigger than the Titanic's Grand Staircase because during the Titanic's time, people were 20% smaller. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the math on there is a little different, but it's about the same kind of uh, Are facts. we going to have anything left for the Titanic episode? Oh, yes, we will. And besides, we recycle content on this spot. We do. We sure do. Reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, it was it, like, uh, that was the case. So people are larger these days. And mm-hmm. why is that? Because we're fed a shit ton better. Yeah. Even at the lowest rung, you know, let them eat cake. Bread is for poor people. Shit like that. Right. You know, it's all good. People are not eating bread because they have gluten sensitivity. Mm-hmm. The food that we produced that fed the masses, it was so successful that people started getting sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just being like, oh, calories. Yeah, that's going to satiate my lust for energy. <laughs> <laughs> lust for energy. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah basic needs. Yes. We'll cover the basic needs. And I I think... Um, and we're not doing that now. No, obviously not. Obviously not. Uh, One of the things... I try and encourage my kiddos to think about in in uh, therapy when we're like setting goals and stuff is like what's what their values are what's important to them in life because mm-hmm. I hear a lot of kids that want to be rich
1: mm-hmm. they're like I want to be a millionaire I want to be a sports star I want to be a rapper
0: and I'm like well that's cool like if that's what you're into but like, why? Why does that matter? Like, what are you going to do with that money? Mm-hmm. And they don't have any aspirations. They don't want to travel. They don't. They don't know. It's just like what they see that's glorified. Yeah, and that's concerning to me. It. Yeah, as a human being, like in life, like money's good. Money's good. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. Money's good. You, you need it to do stuff. But right. What's the stuff you want to do? What's what matters? Yeah. What? Yeah. What cross do you want to bear? Yeah. I don't mean to bring religion up for you, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I really do feel like uh, human beings in general. Uh, maybe this is me turning 29, approaching my 30s, but human beings in general need a cross to bear. <clears throat> need like uh, like something to say. Hey, you know what? I'm responsible for this, the betterment of this, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to sacrifice my happiness and stuff like that for this. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what you do in life, you're not going to there's going to be suffering. Yes. You can't escape the suffering. So if you're suffering and you can and you and you can weigh that with a benefit, like I'm suffering, but you know what? I'm suffering because I'm Furthering this, I'm 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 helping these people out, right? You know, then it's tolerable. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you're suffering and you're rich and you're just jerking off into your wads of cash, you know, there's no meaning behind that. There's Mm -hmm. no reason for that suffering, and it just seems like you're a a petty fool. And there's and then you're gonna fall into some sort of existential crisis, and you're gonna put a shotgun in your mouth. (laughs) and <laughs> like that's, that that wasn't even a joke <laughs> that's, that's that's like how I feel like things are it's like oh. if you're if you don't if you don't have something that you feel personally hey I'm responsible for this and I'm gonna make the, even no matter what it is for you you know like it can be anything for anybody and but the general gist I feel is uh, does my existence uh, benefit others in, in some way beyond a transaction yeah you know, and capitalism survives on transactional right. things, which, 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 which is which is which dehumanizes us. It dehumanizes yes. us if that's purely what it is. Like you know, as a system of just getting things done, and just like as a mechanic, it's fine. It makes mm-hmm. sense, and it should, and that's good. But as a system of meaning, it doesn't make sense. And if that's what you're drawing, and that's what you're drawing, your uh, your personal philosophies from, which is very easy to do, Mm -hmm. um, then you're, then you're in a lot of trouble because you're not thinking about, you're not thinking about the fact that no matter how many transactions you make, there's going to be suffering in your life and there's nothing to offset that unless your existence in your mind benefits other people and there it is. Yeah. Life finds a way. That was pretty macabre for episode 52. Was it macabre? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was more reaffirming than macabre. What was it? Yeah, like macabre is like, you know, the guy's going to eat his own dick and die. Yeah. You know, eat a dick and die. That's what that guy did. Well, you just Talked about shotgun in the mouth. I thought it was kind of right. That's true, <laughs> but you know, I didn't want to mince words about it. Yes, because yeah. that's I, I like. I feel like I was someone in that place mm-hmm. a little while ago, and I feel like a, a big reason was because I was mostly just living for myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's yeah. I mean, purpose is important, and we don't we don't get a lot of guidance on that. Uh, I don't you know. Don't, not I don't at know all. If, if like I've been learning about this shit from YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> so like, of course, we're not getting guidance on that. This is not happening in schools. This is. Not- I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily something that you can. Uh, I would I would probably be offended if someone tried to prescribe meaning to me. Well, yeah, like you don't want you don't want to get assigned. This is how your meaning is yeah. going to be created. But I think we should encourage meaning making earlier it should be something that we think about and yeah. come to yeah i think the framework yeah of why this is of why this existential crisis comes to people and why this and how this gets you know not solved but you know you know um helped i feel like that framework should definitely mm-hmm. yeah. be yeah a lot more out there should be some something, same. it should be common parlance. We shouldn't have to struggle to talk about it, right? Should it should just be we should be able to say it like capitalism. We could say that in one word, and everyone basically knows what we're talking about. Socialism, right. one word. What do we, what's the one word for that? You deal with it every day, <laughs> you don't even know the one word. We need a word, we do <laughs> need a word, we need a word. <laughs> but I mean, that's uh, that's my problem with speaking of cross to bear. Okay, with that your cross? I mean <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, Catholic school was like, uh, well, God works in mysterious ways and we just gotta have faith and like that wasn't good enough
0: for me. Like I, I need yeah. Like, why am I here? What is, what is this about? I feel like religion at, and in, in some part, like, does teach that lesson. They, but I also feel like... They the, hint at it, but it's, it's, uh, it's avoidant. It's not, there's no hmm. answers there. Well, I mean, for some people there are. I'm not, like, I don't want to shit on you if you're, if that's your thing. Right, but... But I needed... Your experience. I needed something different. And they were like, well, just
1: gotta have faith.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's not the answer. That wasn't good enough for me. Just got to have faith is not the answer in that to that question. Yeah. You know, like like if like to that question of like that important question and like what I feel like because like if you read into the religious texts and stuff like that, you can read into these metaphors and you can read into the stories to to kind of grasp that kind of thing, but it's not like explicitly said. Like there's no word, yeah. there's no religious word for that, you know. It's like even if you're looking into religious words and stuff like that, uh, grace, stuff like that, it's like um, selflessness. Even it's none of that really fits the the narrative and the story that people have to go through. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe part of that story is you have to discover it in unto yourself. Kinda, I think that it's a very personal thing, yeah. Because it's kind of crazy that we don't have a word for that. <clears throat> yeah. uh, we have a word for so much, but mm-hmm. we don't really have a word for that concept of coming onto that idea that real that to, to find meaning and fulfillment in your life. You, I mean, I mean, and I think the majority of our stories kind of point to that. But I think um, again, our our society doesn't support some of the narratives that we pose for that question. It's like being a, a Christ-like figure in a capitalist society doesn't work. Doesn't pay. No. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's the, almost the point like, is it doesn't pay. Oh, your meaning is suffering. <laughs> that's yeah. what your meaning is. Yeah. Enjoy that suffering. Like right and like and and that's the paradox of it it is that uh, like pursuing this kind of lifestyle it, it assuages the suffering puts meaning behind the suffering and it, like and like that's where I like the Buddhist teaching like when, where Buddhist comes in they they're like you know what suffering's unavoidable yeah and like that's the big lesson I got from like like uh, from like going to the Zen monastery for a little while was suffering is unavoidable. That is a hard fact of life. Mm -hmm. It is the true fact. It's a true fact of life. It's practically a law. Suffering is unavoidable. Absolutely. And with that in mind, what do you do? Well, you justify the suffering. If you justify the suffering, then you can go through it. Mm -hmm. You know, if the suffering is meaningless, then it's like, what the fuck am I even doing here? You know? Yeah. Where's the Where's the nearest building I can jump off of? <laughs> kind of thing. It's like like if I'm suffering and there's no reason for the suffering, and then there's an easy ticket out. Why wouldn't I take that easy ticket? Right. You know, it's a perfectly logical, goddamn, absolutely yeah. equation. And but when there's meaning behind your life, and people care about what you do and they find benefit in it and and their lives improve because of it and their suffering is lessened because of your because of your suffering it's 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 almost in a capitalistic way like you're taking on a small debt and other people's debts are are lessened to a certain extent and by an amalgam of all their debts lessened it's a profitable endeavor there you go that's the capitalistic way to think of this but again, we need one fucking word. How about this? Becoming a Scottcasticator. Yeah, let's make a word. cast. That's the word. Define it? <laughs> I just did. That's <laughs> the, rest of, the rest of this... I want Scottcast to be the word so that when people think to themselves, okay, I'm going to fulfill myself as a human being, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop living just for myself, and I'm going to be... I'm, I'm going to be a net positive to this world so mm-hmm. that... Even if in a some 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 sort of selfish way, oh, it's the whole reason is because your suffering is lessened, you know. At, at least, at least it's justifiable. Mm-hmm. And if people say, "Okay, I'm just Scott casting. <laughs> 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 you know, then it's like great promo for us. Okay, because like people will associate us with living the correct life, and then they'll start listening. I feel like. Uh... That's what this has all been building up. To. Like Christopher Lee would be a good model for that. You think? You think Christopher Lee I found mean, that out? He
1: won World War Two, basically,
0: right? That's true. He was fucking Dracula. That's true. He was selfless. He was uh, an amazing human being. Was he? Do you think he? Do you think? I mean, we can't. We can't ask him. We don't have any real interview material ready mm. to pull up. But like, do you think? Do you think Christopher Lee uh, understood that concept and lived it? Based on his actions and based on who he was. I mean... He was a very active man. Yeah, no, no shit. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of... Like, he was a driven man. He was a... Usually driven. And, like, a lot of that, I feel like, could be... For some people, some people being driven means uh, they're searching for that... They're searching for that niche in the universe to fill. Mm -hmm. You know... But at the same time, I don't think Christopher Lee was searching for a niche because, no, like, stories like— He was yeah, <clears throat> transcendent. He was transcendent. Like, when he, when he was offered that role, you know, to be Dracula, mm-hmm. and, like, the third time he was offered or some shit, uh, he was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll be Dracula, but only, only if I don't have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because he's comfortable giving that up. He's comfortable giving that uh, fat payday up, Mm -hmm. and he's comfortable because, you know, it's just not the role he wanted. So, yeah, maybe he did find that kind of meaning. I wish we had him. I wish the ghost of Christopher Lee was here on ScottCast now. What if, like, the lights started flickering and then, like, a, (laughs) a third mic, a phantom mic appeared? You know, and my my little thing, like Phantom, started going up, and like Christopher Lee was like, "I'm glad you asked." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that uh, would be the best moment in my life. if Christopher you could. Lee, Lee's ghost showed up just now, just to say, just to speak his piece as somebody who lived a genuinely full life. Yeah. Do you concern yourself with that? Living a genuinely full life, I do. Um, I used to. Oh, okay. So you got over it. I think I'm living my fullest life. Oh, you reached it. I mean, there's things I want to do still. Sure. But... uh I mean, that's infinite. I'm I'm where I want to be. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Wow. I have valuable relationships, and that's... And your commitment. I'm fulfilled. You're fulfilled in that sense. Yeah. You know, you're fulfilled in your journey and your decision of journey. I mean, my journey is ongoing, but... It's always ongoing, but uh I am um, will you ever reach the end of your journey, like besides like you know clear well, mortality limits? I mean, yeah, mortality's the limit, but <laughs> I th- yeah, the journey is gonna go for as long as it can go, that's the key i mean that's, that's that's wisdom right there though that's true, that's true. This is like the deepest Scottcaster's ever been. <laughs> started with Dick News. <laughs> 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 I love dick news This is my favorite fucking segment
1: <laughs> uh, We gotta
0: talk about dicks more often uh, Yeah, I mean we literally All of that sprang from A man spread peanut butter (laughs) on his His, testicles. We didn't even get to the dog store yet, did we? Yeah. We were, like, starting it, and then we we went off. Well, the guy, okay, this guy is clearly looking for sexual gratification. He's 22. We were judging his life. We were judging his life. He's 22. (laughs) He spreads peanut butter on his balls. His dog, therefore, eats his balls because there's peanut butter on it, which is literally just... uh, Sugar and peanuts, yeah. Which is for any living organism, like, hey, let's have more of this. <laughs> you know, peanut butter is like one of the like when I was a vegetarian, peanut butter is like the fucking substance to have in your life mm-hmm. because it's protein in a mass amount. It's like just a couple spoonfuls Get your is health practically in a meal. There. Yeah, yeah, it's the cheapest, easiest. Fat protein meal, and you can fucking live off peanut butter. Like if I if if I, if I was in a post apocalyptic society, and I found like a batch of avocados and peanut butter, like I'd be king of the castle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like, I'd be eating balls all day. I'd be eating balls. I, I would eat. <laughs> yeah, if that was the only way to eat peanut butter is <laughs> off of some guy's balls, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be chomping balls all day. <laughs> Are you kidding? That shit's great. You know, so for you can't blame a dog. For like, you know, licking some nuts right. to get some nuts, you know, and like he bit down on the nuts because obviously what do you do when you're eating? You're eating, you're, you're feasting and stuff like that and it's right. tasty and shit. And, but what do they do? They fucking euthanize it. That's not right. Like It's not like it did anything wrong. Yeah, it's uh, it's following its nature. It's following its e- nature. Euthanize the owner for that. Yeah, well, I mean, dog almost well, sterilized the owner. Thank well, God. <laughs> Thank you, dog. You fulfilled your life's purpose. <laughs> you did a good job, dog. That's a good dog right there. It's <laughs> a fantastic dog. That dog is a net positive on the universe. <laughs> And we killed it. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, it's not like that dog's gonna go around looking for peanut butter balls, and even if it did, right? maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. You know? Like, maybe, okay, sure, maybe you're rubbing peanut butter on your balls for some sort of exfoliation thing and you don't want a dog around. But, like, what other situation is gonna come up where that dog's a danger to society? Yeah, I mean, the guy was kinda asking for it. <clears throat> let me let me okay the times reports that authorities found the man lying in a pool of blood at his apartment in east Lothian. because obviously once his health improved the man was transferred to a hospital he's not cooperating with authorities and answering questions authorities stated that no one else was inside the apartment except for the dog and the owner's blood uh but why was the dog euthanized The owner of the dog believed to have been involved voluntarily signing documentation consenting to its destruction. The dog being put down. So the dog owner pretty much did. So he was mad at his dog. For eating his balls. For being a a dog. Being a natural animal. This is the neighbor's opinion about the dog. He was such a nice dog, isn't aggressive. Uh, quite small Fine with other dogs An absolute angel I was happy to be around him No. So basically yeah Just the dog so The guy's owner a, Fuck that guy Fuck that I'm glad his balls got cut off <laughs> It's fantastic his ball. That's good news Yeah That his balls got cut off Bad news that that dog Had to suffer for it And paid the ultimate price For cutting this guy's balls off That's right But you know what Dog You did more than most dogs <laughs> Like I would put him above Drug sniffing dogs yeah, as far as net positives in the universe,
1: mm-hmm.
0: above like y- you sterilize that human line. If everybody who decided to put peanut butter on their balls so that dogs would lick their balls mm-hmm. because they have some sort of sick, perverted goddamn fantasy where they need mm-hmm. a dog to lick their balls, or they can't, you know, be nice enough to a woman for long enough to get <laughs> whatever they need, right? You know, like they can't, can't be nice for that long. Is it that <laughs> hard to get your balls licked? It's not that hard. <laughs> It's not that hard. It will be, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the main lesson there. And, like, and you have to make and a dog like, do it? But, I mean, yeah. Are going to put him down because he... I'm saying, like, if you're desperate enough to get a dog to do it, like, you could go on the Internet and find somebody who will lick your balls, like, right. quick. Yeah, yeah, if a, yeah, if a it dog might not is be, your low standard. It might not be the preferred person but if, there's apps if, for that if dog is like where you're at like try like, tinder for a few hours if that yeah. doesn't work <laughs> try grinder exactly you will find somebody eventually will stick their tongue out for you and you can keep your peanut butter and all those calories <laughs> you can keep it it's for you precisely you can live longer and prosper but in this case it's, it's good that he was he won't be procreating Thank God. Thank God for that. That dog, though, heart goes out to him. Mm -hmm. Heart goes out to his soul. If it continues on somehow, I hope that dog's soul is in some sort of dog heaven. It deserves it. Absolutely. Holy shit. It should be... Get a mansion on the hill. All right. More dick news. More? Do you want more dick news, or do you want to... Back poetic my life. Ooh, let's uh, let's keep with the dicks. Okay, more dicks. <clears throat> more dicks. Okay. Can't get too deep. Dick news: Woman sues her ex-boyfriend because his abnormally long penis stretched her vagina. First off, a long penis doesn't stretch a vagina. Correct. So this lawsuit's almost dead in the water. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't physically make sense. It's a girthy penis that does that. Right. So let's let's see what kind of a uh, <clears throat> this person is 29, mm-hmm. from Zimbabwe, said that her vagina was tight before she met her ex in 2016, who is 37. Um it was a it was a marriage, so there's infidelity involved. So mm. in like this situation she, this man stretched this vagina while married to another vagina presumably. Okay. However, uh, she told the Zimbabwe male that she ended the relationship in May after his penis stretched her too much. So that was the reason the relationship ended, was because of the penis stretching. Is that right? That's what it says. Okay. She said no man can literally fill the gap her ex left. Mm. I mean, that's like, you know, risk a life.
1: Well, I mean...
0: Uh, you know? Sometimes you gotta give up guess, that kind of thing. yeah. Sometimes you gotta give up. Like sometimes the thrills of youth, she's 29, right? Like I'm 29. I mean it's it's elastic. It doesn't like it's not like she's ruined forever. It tightens you th- you, you back up. You think she could do some Kegels and like get back to yeah. get back to square one? I mean, unless it was like truck-sized. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> She needs. She says she wants to have reconstructive surgery worth uh, about $8,000. Mm. And he wants him to pay the fee and take him to court. There's no more details besides that. It's not been confirmed how big the penis is. That's, that's an important detail. It really is. But then again, though, she consented to the whole situation. Right. It's like so if, if, if a man's showing up with like a Pringles can... And you're like, hmm, well, okay. <laughs> well, that's on you. Yeah. Like, you should know, hey, it's a Pringles can. Like, why is it his responsibility to know the reconstructive aspect of using a Pringles can on somebody? Right. Why should he be responsible for that? I feel like when it, when it comes to dicks in, in the court of law. Yeah, I mean, you should be able to take a look and be like, um, never mind. <laughs> the court of law is so, like, for most things, I feel like it's, so it does the job okay you know like someone stole some property mm. you know you know pay some remunerative well, fee and I, get I don't some think there's any maybe. Yeah, I don't think there's any specific laws related to like penis stretching or right. no, vagina stretching yeah yeah there's no specific laws related to that and you know for a lot of things like like to this day, like some of the biggest, hottest topics, which we won't dive into too much, but like like abortion, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Reproductive issues, mm-hmm. for some reason, are the most backwards, like medieval, like topics in the land. Yeah. It's like this, this person, uh, I mean, in my mind, maybe I'm enlightened. Maybe I'm just full of myself. Mm. But I don't think a man with an abnormally large penis... Uh, needs to be responsible for the damage this penis causes unless he's using it in a malevolent way. Like if it's two consenting adults, which she is. Yeah. Then it's, it's that's all there is to it. Right. And any damage done due to stretching, whatever, is like, you know, like deal with it when you need to deal with it as a medical issue. But like beyond that, it's an accident. It's skateboarding. Yeah. It's an extreme sport. <laughs> You know, you don't sue the skateboard. True. And that's what a giant dick is. It's just a skateboard. Yeah. You know, most skateboarders get a broken bone once in a while. You might get a broken, you know, vagina.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I can't can't think of a a rational argument to to support her. this, This case, the man wins. There we go. If people say people say uh, that men are we m- should maybe unfairly a, maligned. We maybe should have a lady on the panel. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> no, It but seems like if you're if yeah if you're like yeah, stick that in me, then that's that's kind of on you. No, yeah, like anything going into my body. As a male, be it needle for, mm-hmm. from the doctor, stuff like that, I get a good look beforehand. Right. And it, like, I make sure there's credentials involved and shit like that. Like, if you're a lady and lying down with a man for the first time. Check d- that shit out first. Check it out. Make sure it's not a damaging size. Yeah. Everyone's got the internet. Everyone knows the range of variation they in. Mm-hmm. Double check. It's worth it. And if it's not working, I mean, it's the same thing as rabbit before you tap it. That's right. You know you're gonna check if the guy's got a got got some protection on. You know because you don't want an STD. Mm-hmm. Also check to make sure that it's not a structurally damaging size. Yeah. You know, but think about it though. What about this guy though? Like, he, he, sure he's in a lot of financial straits right now, mm-hmm. but think of all the press he's getting about his dick. <laughs> he's married you said though well he was oh yeah so he's single ready to mingle and he's got all this zimbabwe press about how uh how how his dick is so huge Mm. and some girls are going to be like (laughs) right you know i can i'm structurally capable of (laughs) handling whatever that is i'm at least structurally curious I guess it depends how this lawsuit goes. It Depends on the lawsuit. I don't know what uh, what Zimbabwe's courts are like. Like maybe. I can only imagine. Like there's like a like there's gonna be maybe like he's a gonna like have PTSD about it and like mm-hmm. he'll lose this lawsuit and he'll like just be real anxious about having sex ever. Yeah, it's possible. And he like won't be able to get it up and then he can sue her. Is that fair? <laughs> I mean, this guy, this guy looks like a goddamn unicorn, apparently, <laughs> you know, like if, if this lawsuit is to be believed, this guy's a, I mean, this guy's got a unique member that, you know, I'm sure some women would be extremely appreciative of, uh, partaking with in a way. And like, why would we limit I mean, Everyone's got one life to live, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, why would we limit, uh, the lives of all these people? Because... Of this situation where somebody didn't wrap it before they tapped it, you know? Like, you can't sue somebody for giving you chlamydia, can you? I don't think so. I don't think you can. I think there are laws about lying. Like, if you. You can't lie to someone and say you're clean, right? Yes. If you have, like, AIDS and you know it and yeah. you fuck somebody, and right. that's a problem. Yeah, but there's, like, totally. But like, chlamydia a, is like, you can take some. Uh, Fucking penicillin and be fine. No, I don't. I I don't know the. I don't know the rigmarole behind each individual (laughs) strain here, but (laughs) but like my thought is is like you know you you gotta you gotta be protective of your own junk before. Be careful. Yeah, you gotta be careful. There's lots of shit out there. There's lots of shit out there, and the nature of disease, you might not know you have what you got. Yeah, you know. Like, so, like, even if everyone's being totally forthright and totally Jack and Rose about everything, mm-hmm. you know, maybe somebody's seen some shit. Yeah. You know, and, like, they don't realize it. And then, like, they they go in, guns a-blazing. but it turns out them guns have chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the metaphor falls apart. Yeah, well, you know. But still, it, it makes sense. So um, there's no response to the allegations, and the case is ongoing. We'll keep you guys updated. But <clears throat> we got all this dick news. Mm-hmm. We got some news that has nothing to do with dicks. I don't think. Let me check the headline. Yeah, nothing to do with dicks. Okay. I think I need a. Grab a f- another beer, a fresh beer. So we'll pause momentarily. Okay. <laughs> A homeless man found rare artwork from Disney's Bambi in a trash bin in Canada when it sold for um, four figures, $3,700. Homeless man. Nice. Uh, this seller who bought it from him tracked him down and split the
1: proceeds. Okay.
0: No litigation at all in this story should be noted. The homeless man found a ratty picture of Bambi, the Disney character, in a trash bin and brought it to the antique dealer Alexander Arkbold to get a few bucks. The men had made similar transactions before, and the man who owns the store uh, was generally quick with appraisals, but this one was different. At first, he thought he had bought a replica of an animation cell, which is like whatever. Um, and if he removed the broken frame and cleaned it up, the picture might fetch a couple bucks mm-hmm. for a pawn shop—eighty to hundred bucks. You know, you'd, you'd pay, you'd pay the guy out. I don't know how much—twenty bucks for yeah. it. It's a fair transaction with overhead and all yeah. that. <clears throat> but when he took it out of the frame and flipped it over, he discovered an old certificate of authenticity. Fuck
2: Ooh, yeah! Shit. Ooh,
0: shit! I can't believe the guy did look for that shit. I mean it's in a frame Let's open the frame See what happens oh. Whatever He just needs a quick buck He's Right Stealing tip jars Yeah he's searching through Trash for treasure <clears throat> So What if The Hamtramck Avengers Tackled someone Against a dumpster and and Out of the dumpster Out of the dumpster <laughs> Treasure
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who gets it? That's the first lawsuit. That's our movie script right there. (laughs) That's the lawsuit right there. (laughs) Oh my god, that's a great movie. Holy beautiful! A law drama. Oh Oh my god, that's a fantastic movie. Like, uh, yeah, exactly what happens (laughs) is like we got this Scott Cast universe. We kind of quickly establish it. It only takes a few minutes to really establish the Scott Cast universe, and here we got the Hamtramck Avengers. This like the police force, real brutal. You know, mm-hmm. like they do, their, they do what they do. And here we got this tip jar guy. Seven bucks, that's all I need. Tackle him against a dumpster. Out pops Bambi. Bam. Bambi, bam, bam, bambi. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the title too. Bam, bambi. <laughs> <laughs> and they are rich. There's something's discovered. In this case, uh, a certificate of authenticity was discovered that dated it not only. Uh, not only to the release date of 1942, mm-hmm. but prior to the release date, 1937. Mm. This was a production cell. Damn. This was this was back in a time where shit took a long time, and uh, well, I guess shit takes a long time if you work in computer animation. But point being, uh, this is back when shit was physical, yep. and it was a production cell for Bambi and drawn cells. Fucking Bambi! Everyone knows Bambi in the world. And, and he found a production cell and mm-hmm. the trash which why the fuck would you throw away a Bambi production cell like what in the world how would you ad- obtain it and then for, then shit on it so much that you would give it away what would that be
1: <clears throat> I don't know man
0: what kind of situation are you in it doesn't say in the article so it's pure speculation it's like, uh, and we might need it for the movie but besides that it's probably like uh, an estate sale kind of deal where someone thought it was like a replica, and they were like, I don't know, no one wants this," and they just threw it out. And... Right. I mean, surprise! It's like priceless artifact. But like also, but the thing is, the guy was saying that the replicas were going for like a hundred bucks, yeah. uh, the, and retail, you know, twenty bucks resell. Mm. You know, so it's like shit. You're throwing away. Tw- you're throwing away a Jackson with effort. It's a Hamilton. If you're still throwing it away. That's a meal at Wendy's. So. He sold the piece on eBay mm-hmm. Right Easiest place to sell some shit $3,700 Fuck Not bad Not bad Not bad You know I wish I could sell something For $3,700 right now 100% I don't own anything That's worth that much <laughs> <laughs> Like maybe your cars Maybe No Your cars even. aren't worth that No You got a Fiesta And you got some else I mean But like yeah $3,700 is not Petty change Yeah uh, in Canadian dollars, I think that's worth a little bit more. Maybe it's a little bit less less It was more for a spell. Yeah, so it's like three grandish American. But here's the pro- here's the here's the real problem mm-hmm. that and, and the real altruism in mm-hmm. this. It's not that he wanted to split the money. Mm-hmm. It's that he was splitting it with a homeless man. Mm-hmm. Where's the fuck's the homeless man? How do, you, how do you find a homeless man? True, you know it's you just no fixed address. Mm-hmm. It's like this guy could be anywhere. He could be in Argentina, as far as anyone's concerned. Mm-hmm. So he drove the streets of Edmonton, slowing down wherever he saw homeless people, which must have been very disappointing <laughs> for many homeless people. It's like, hey, <laughs> did you find buried treasure? No, fuck you. <laughs> You were almost rich. He eventually came uh, across someone who knew the guy. And So he had a name. Jillian. Okay. Or Gillian. It starts with a G, but it looks like Jillian. Yeah. So I'm gonna say Jillian. Uh, and he stopped by the store and with cameras rolling, because if I'm gonna be this altruistic, I, like I don't care I don't I don't care how of good of a man you are. Mm-hmm fuck yeah, I'm getting you publicity want that out press. of this. It's free. It's free. <laughs> all you need to do is like turn a camera on and you get free publicity and like nothing happens to this other person. They mm-hmm. still get all the money they deserve. Mm. I'm gonna roll the fucking cameras. yeah, I accept credit for this publicity. you know what? Let's publicize this this publicity. let's publicize the fact that I'm being altruistic. <laughs> let's show people that I'm such a great guy and monopolize on it, you know or capitalize on it and let let's make it good for me too. Mm. Why not? why would you, why why is giving that up seen as uh, a good thing? Why is giving that up seen as a good thing when when displaying it a shows other people that this is done this is a standard and mm. b doing it benefits yourself why is that like seen as like smarmy like uh publicizing your capital think, your, your your altruistic things i think point b is like people see that as the the main motivation and it uh for this, I don't think that can be seen as the main motivation because it's all happenstance. Like you couldn't have predicted this guy found Bambi. True. So it's not. Like, I mean, yeah, like, it's not like it's on a factory. But even if it was on a factory, like what's wrong with what's wrong with publicizing the fact that you're doing good stuff and allowing that to affect your? Reputation? Well, I think that happens all the time. It should happen all the time. Um, and that's my.
1: Argument. But it's. It's. I f- i feel like uh people see it as kind of
0: pandering like it, yeah there's definitely an amount of pander, but does pandering exist now anyway without any benefit i feel like people who who I mean, who pe- like just voice opinions are pandering people who pander contribute some minor i feel like pandering, positives, right um I feel like there's people who pander, like, on Twitter, and, like, they're saying, yeah. like, you know, I support, I support that people, I support the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. What do you do about it? Nothing. Just send a tweet. Yeah. Make a hashtag. But there's people like this where there's a monetary difference. mm this It's a pawn store owner. Uh, 1500 bucks is a deal of money.
2: Yeah.
0: It's a deal of money to anybody. Uh, like, would you give up 1500 bucks just to be nice? I mean, you would I guess because you're, you're a good guy, I know I, that I know that I know if, you would if you I don't have spare, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, but no, like if you came across some sort of gain and you saw someone else in need, yeah, you would do that even if even if you didn't need the money if if you did need the money, I should say, like let's say you had a bill coming up that mm-hmm. you needed to pay that was three grand, and you happened to come across three grand, but you came across that three grand because a man uh helped you out. And that man also needs money, too. The way I see it, that's not my three grand. Yeah. That's his three grand. Right. Not everyone sees it that way. Yeah. And I know you would do that. You don't even need to tell me. I know you would do that. But what I'm saying here is that, like, there seems to be a stigma Mm -hmm. against people who, like, see that there's this opportunity. And this guy's a business owner. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy knows that he needs to get the name of his business out there. Mm-hmm through, uh, whatever. So he could have done a thing where he like, he could have just yeah he could completely have completely ignored this guy. It could have been completely under the radar. And like, yeah. it's just an eBay. It's and that's a, like, it's an eBay sale. That's and then, like super profit right yeah, there. Yeah. It's just an eBay sale. The guy who bought it on eBay is not going to talk about it mm-hmm. and probably doesn't know the story. And, and the guy and the homeless guy who brought it to him was like 20 bucks. Okay. That's good for me. He accepted it. I'm going to take your 20 bucks. I'm going yeah. to go to the store. And to be honest, he paid him half of it and also the 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So the guy who was homeless who found it actually made 20 bucks more. Okay. You know, with that aside, no. that's 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 like three burgers from Wendy's. Yeah. Three, four burgers from Wendy's. And Wendy's makes a fantastic burger. I go to Wendy's all the time and get the number six meal. It's number six for a reason, because if you go to any fast food restaurant... <laughs> Order number six. That's going to be the best meal they got. <laughs> is that where they put it? That's where they put it. <laughs> that's why they got numbers. Order number six. Number one is what? The Rabblement orders. Lucky
1: number six. Number
0: six, though. That's where shit starts getting good. And for Wendy's, that's the spicy chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And they make a that spicy chicken sandwich that damn is, unpar- fine. It is unparalleled. Yeah. As far as, as far as sandwiches from fast food restaurants are concerned to me. Number six meal from Wendy's. I remember in high school, if we're continuing with the high school stories for Mm -hmm. Scott, I was talking about that. I was like, this spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's, it's baller, (laughs) it's the shit. This is before they knew it was the shit at Wendy's. And I remember talking about this, and i have gotten in high school like five people to be like trying it out, Mm -hmm. and then... That's their favorite fast food food. If they're gonna get fast food, that's what they're gonna get. Shit yeah. Number six meal from Wendy's. And it's it, and that includes teachers mm-hmm. and students. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had students come up to me, be like, I get the number six meal all the time because you talk about it and it seems it, like it, you're right, it is the best fast meal fast food meal you can buy. Seems like Wendy's owes you some uh, royalties or something. Oh Jesus Christ! If I had royalties from all the people I pimp on podcasts, <laughs> I would be. I wouldn't need to be. I, I wouldn't need to be. You doing wouldn't need anything to podcast. Else. I wouldn't need to podcast anymore. <laughs> I'd be done, you know. But I'd still be potting because yeah. this is how I. This is how I make 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 my life beneficial to others. Not really. <laughs> this is purely for Scott. <laughs> <laughs> this is purely me. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, boy, Ian, Ian, high school stories. You got some Ian high school stories? Yeah. Well, I had had some suspensions in high school for stupid reasons. I want to know the reasons. One of them was because uh, we had, it was a Catholic high school, and we had a simple soup lunch where you could pay, like, a bunch of money to get, like, a bowl of soup. Uh-huh. And we were like... Wait a minute. A bunch of money? What's a bunch of money? It was, like, more than... It was, like, a tiny little... It was, like, a cup of soup. It was a cup of soup. It was, like, a... Like, like six ounces, 12 ounces. Do you want to starve yourself for $5? <laughs> <laughs> was it, like, a, like a, like some sort of gourmet kind of thing they were trying no, to pass it off as? No, it was, as? like, garbage. Like, it was not good. Okay. And we were like, hey, yo, fuck this. We're going to go down the street to uh, uh, Taco Bell. Right. So. And you were allowed to leave the campus? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I know where it's going. It go clo- on, though. Close campus. <laughs> Close campus. So, But me and my friend Jared were like, man, fuck this. we we going to eat for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> because of participating in the capitalist society you're in. Where it's like you've got options and you can weigh when we them. got options. I'm not paying $5 for like zero soup. Yeah. I wouldn't either. I actually want to eat. I wouldn't eat. either. Yeah. I want sustenance for yes. my day. I want to be able to concentrate for the rest of my school We're day. We're going to go get some garbage down the street. We're going to come back. Right. Uh, ca- caloric garbage. Garbage, at least. Caloric. Garbage. Caloric yes. garbage. High fat content. Master Charles loves... Taco Bell. (laughs) I need to point that out. He is an absolute advocate. Like, if anybody deserves a sponsorship from Taco Mm -hmm. Bell, it's Master Charles. There you go. And I'm not kidding. I believe like, it. I am not kidding. Whatever the amount goes for a sponsorship from Taco Bell, right. he deserves it. Like, if they paid Paul Rudd a million dollars to do an ad, yeah. give Master Charles a million dollars. Let him do ads all year. He'll do an ad every fucking day for it, and it will be fantastic for Taco Bell. Go on. Fuck yeah. He'll put that he on deserves Twitch, it. and he'll, like... Or put it on Twitch, like like and then like Taco Bell can put it out in ads and they'll stuff they'll like crank, that. They'll crank those numbers, they'll get like a enthusiasm ten percent increase. And you don't need to start making Dorito fucking tacos Damn if I you know. have uh, Master Charles himself Advocating and you know talking what? about passionately his, his While we're on passion. Taco Bell Classic menu is like the shit too Is it? Yes I need, I need to go to Taco Bell Get a fucking Enchorito It's not even on the menu now But you can still order it Right In the drive-thru You can go like Oh I need an Enchorito
1: And they'll be like Yeah okay
0: What's an Enchorito? It's like a fucking uh, I don't even know what's called Um Tortilla? How is was the tortilla cooked? I don't know. It's it's like a. Is it round? Is it in a shell? Enchirito. What is it? Damn it. It's a. There's a specific sauce for it. Oh, I know. Oh, there's a specific sauce for it. What shape is it? It's in? like enchilada sauce, but what? it's like a. It's like a little. It's a, it's a cigar shape. Yeah. Okay. And it's, like, just, like, fake beef and, like, onions. <sighs> that sounds good. I love flautas. And it's, like, just all fucking uh, enchilada sauce and cheese all on top. On top. Okay. It's, and it's, yeah. It's a flauta with sauce on top. Basically. It's It's, it's not fried, though. It's not fried. But it's delicious. Is it a soft shell? Th- yes. Soft shell, sauce on top. Oh, my God. That does sound great. It's the best thing. I might have you drive me to do a Taco Bell after this. And <laughs> Let me get some Entritos. So we're, we're, like, we're not paying $5 for, like, 30 cents worth of soup. Right. And, <laughs> and we drive, like, yeah. a half mile down the street to, to Taco Bell, and we get, like, $20 <laughs> worth of stuff. Because mm-hmm. we're going to sell it when we get back. Holy shit! I didn't realize you had such a capitalistic streak in you. But also, my friend Jared, um, his car was very identifiable because he had a giant pirate flag (laughs) uh, decal on his, like, hood. (laughs) Sure. Okay, easy to see who's coming in and who's coming out. It's clear whose car that is. You don't need to read the license plate. And uh, it seems that the administration... Suspected that maybe some people would not stick around for this overpriced soup lunch they were they were they were they weren't catching on to the fact that you guys were skipping lunch they were catching on to the fact that you guys were <laughs> undercutting them, yeah, on soup sales so uh vice principal uh Mr. sim in this case, vice is a very appropriate term, yes. Mr. Sim was out in the parking lot monitoring
2: in the parking lot oh
0: can you imagine working your whole life in education and like administration and shit like that and like and like getting told hey go out to the fucking parking lot and wait for the pirate flag guys (laughs) with the Taco bell (laughs) I mean that guy was pissed but he wasn't pissed at you I guarantee that no so we, we drove by and we like waved at him and like just he couldn't stop us right and we went and did our thing and uh, came back and we ate like kings and we sold a couple tacos. Deservedly so. So we, we, I think we broke even in terms of like cost. So, okay. So yeah, you fed other people and you got yeah. yourselves fed and you didn't pay money for yes. it. Yes. You just exerted effort and risk. Rather than paying $5 for like 30 cents. Totally a six. sensible transaction. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, we were Reprimanded sw- Swiftly <laughs>
1: reprimanded
0: <laughs> Okay well, how are you reprimanded um, I, I think we got Saturday detentions And then we thought That was bullshit so we didn't show up And then we got like suspensions So we spent Our days Did your parents know that you denied the Saturday suspension Yes Did they support that Yes that's fine. <laughs> like, that's perfect. That's great. My parents were like, that is fucking stupid. Yeah. And yeah, so we, we skipped the Saturday detention and we got suspended for like a day. And we did our film studies project on that day. We, we, we did schoolwork on our day off. Oh, my God. Bam. That is perfect. <laughs> I am so proud of you. <laughs> like, this happened like, like, like 10, 20 years ago and I'm fucking proud of you. Yeah. Like, holy shit, that's how it should be done. That's how it should be done. Yeah. We should support uh, our students in their, using their strengths. Yeah. And that, that's the strength. And that defiance Absolutely. is a strength. That defines being able to be like Being able to measure the benefits and the hey, costs this rule is fucking stupid Let's uh, not follow that rule And that's, yeah. we should support that Yeah, we should support that It was a stupid fucking rule It was a stupid fucking rule, you know I mean, they were liable for us If we got in an accident while we were off campus but... I get that <laughs> I do get that but, I do uh, get that, but the only reason you went off campus To get Taco Bell for everybody is Because they were the over for food yeah, five dollars for soup. That's fascist. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 just uh, trying to be monopolistic about your food choices. Goddamn right. You know, it's like let's overcharge for this because we can make a little profit. Well, you know what? Fuck you. There, we're intelligent fucking people. Mm-hmm. I know you think of us as cattle, but we actually do think. And surprise, you're the ones teaching us to think. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't work. Maybe yeah. you should think about that. You stupid fucking pricks. In an administration, oh, man. did I? I don't. Did I tell you about our? Uh, there was a thing with our priest a little while ago. Did he touch kids? <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's not news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened? Um, uh, apparently, he was like. Paid some dudes to bring him some meth and. What was, the fuck? <laughs> like kids? High school kids? I, I did, uh, paid dudes to give I mean, I understand the math, but like,
1: there was like meth and some
0: weird sex stuff. Oh my lord! And this was yeah in your school. Um, Parish. it was it was the priest who was like the chaplain of our school while I was there. Okay. I never had any problematic relationship with him because I was kept your head the, down. I in, was one in of the good way. Fucked up kids, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently, like, yeah, 15 years later, um, he was uh, buying meth and trying to hook up with some dudes. Fuck. So. Why is it always dudes? That's my weird. That's my. <laughs> uh, I mean, like. That's my question about that kind of shit. Why is it always dudes? Well, uh... That's like, that seems like a weird, like, like distinction. I think Catholicism in particular, like, there's a lot of shame about homosexuality, and it, I guess if you're, like, really internally struggling with that, you try and suppress it, and you... It seems like almost no priests go for women. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it's just not reported on, because if a priest has maybe. sex with a grown woman, who cares? Right. You know, it's just like, oh, he's kind of like going against his faith, but it's everything's totally legal and above board. Right. But when a priest has sex with a young boy, obviously there's a shit ton of wrong with that. That's a problem, yeah. 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 And, and when I he's think getting meth as well, yeah. you know.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, somehow that it makes it worse. It's <laughs> like the extreme shame that's that's placed upon that, upon homosexuality in general. Um, that let alone pedophilia. Oh, yeah, all of that. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot. I mean, homosexuality is not wrong.
1: No,
2: absolutely but, not.
0: But forced pedophilia I mean, under and, duress. Catholicism—it's like a,
1: it's a problem, but
0: I mean, clearly, I mean, there's there's a Scott Cast is not exactly breaking ground with this. No, no, it, there's we got the we got the big Philadelphia thing going on, and we got um, all sorts of uh, priests and stuff like that uh, being exposed for mm-hmm. for their for these kind of ruses. Yeah. You know And like my, like Yeah my only question Was just like Why is it that People are getting These priests are getting Their rocks off In, in the literal Worst way possible Like well, Why mean, can't if, they get Their rocks off With just women I mean People are Into what they're into That's true so it's like, and do you think? I that, guess if you're, do you think it's just by percentage, like, like, uh, like it's a fifty percent chance the priest is going to just uh, dive into those, uh, those kind of uh, temptations, and then like, <clears throat> and like from those fifty percent, like the one percent, three percent, I don't know the number, mm-hmm. but like of the homosexual priests that mm-hmm. just happen to be that, um, are going to dive into the homosexual, and then then like into the pedophilic priests. So we're going to divide. From that percentage This just seems like a, Such a small percentage I think uh, when you, when I think you we should be in. more open About sexuality in general Like I don't have a problem With a homo priest Right But like, Yeah if you got a thought You got a thought They could, they could be married I don't give a fuck Right I'm, I believe Like I was in some sort Of non-denominational church and I mean I, I guess They were all married so. There's like There's rules about Chastity and all that But like uh, Whatever Like Yeah We're allowed to have
1: relationships, right?
0: Right. I don't see why God would be looking down on relationships. I don't think so either. But they need to be consensual
1: relationships and consensual,
0: uh, yes, legal The consent, uh, I feel like he looks down on That's right? that's an important part. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the the pedophilia is a problem because um, if you're if you have that inclination What's the best way to get access? And it's yeah, it's apparently like priesthood or like a a physician for gymnastics, (laughs) right? (laughs) One of the two. And it's like that's that's just the thing is that like pedophilia is you can engage in it, but for the people who are pedophiles, it's like. Like, like, there's. Oh, this is the most controversial thing I've ever said, but people who are pedophiles, uh, that inclination is in some way, like maybe not a hundred percent, and maybe not like uh, totally, you know, above board, but it's somewhat natural. It's part of their being. Well, yeah, it's it's like they like- can't once they once it's there, I should say, they can't control it, right? You're- and it's not to say that they that anything they do is fucking above board or like forgivable mm-hmm. because it's not. If you do anything to a child, you're doing something to somebody who's completely innocent and doesn't have control over anything because they're a fucking kid and they yes. don't. you couldn't throw a ball at them with control, right? You know, let alone all that bullshit, and uh, with with somebody who. The thing with that, though, is it's just that um, people who have those inclinations, it's like, okay, so now you're forced to suppress that. Because mm-hmm. you have to, because 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 fulfilling it is a terrible thing, literally. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's people with even worse fucking inclinations. There's people mm-hmm. who like like want to kill a guy and fuck them, and that's just <laughs> that's just their sexual inclination. <laughs> right, is the murder and fuck. Yeah, and like uh, it's not because they they feel hate for humanity. It's just, or maybe it is. I don't know. I, I don't know in their inner life, but it's just that. They that's just somehow that became a thing somehow in their brain that 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 was a positive dopamine response mm-hmm. it's chemical yeah it's hundred percent chemical, so it's like how do we treat people with hundred percent chemical impulses to commit uh, illegal activity mm-hmm. it's like it's chemical, so like do you because they're forced to do that, do you punish them mm-hmm. Well, I think you should. I I, I, 100%, I think if, if they act on it, yes, you should. that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should be more open to being able to talk about it so that we can identify, like, who is at risk for this and how right. can we help them. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thought is that like. And that's like, that's not a thing in the priesthood that you're like, you're celibate. Exactly. You're like, yeah. And that's. That's it. That's why they <laughs> they, uh, they congregate there. Yeah, because the threshold is so high, they can't fucking fulfill it. Mm-hmm. Like, if the threshold was at a normal person's, maybe they could have some sort of support group. And then, like, you know, like, they have a support group, so they don't do it. And then, like, they get their rocks off in some other way. You know, like, they, they just... They just, they just jerk off or some shit. I
1: don't yeah. know. I don't
0: know. And, that's, and, it's, and then everyone's like, hey, that's fine. You jerked off. That's great. Yeah. You know, and then like, everyone claps and he's like, oh, I feel good about jerking off. And then that's the end of the story. He just jerks off his whole life. That should be great. That's great. You jerk everyone off his whole life. Everyone should jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. It's fun. It's fine. Just do it in a way doesn't that doesn't hurt anybody. Do it in a way that doesn't hurt anybody. Do it in a way that doesn't chafe, you know? dermatologically just because those could have been kids doesn't mean that they're kids no like like if for that <laughs> with that reasoning then literally everybody who does have a successful impregnation also has a million sins correct because that's just the numbers we're working with exactly you know that's just biology that's silly that's uh, that's ancient it's horse ancient. Shit. Yeah, yeah. That's like maybe, maybe back in those times, it was good to spread that kind of thought just to get people to stop jizzing all over the place because everyone's a caveman. Yo, we got so much jizz to give out. <laughs> We've got too much jizz at this point. You know, the more jizz that doesn't go into a vagina, the better. The better. <laughs> <laughs> if, if 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 jizz shows up and it's not in a vagina, you know that that's praiseworthy. <laughs> This is, like, my favorite Scott cast that might never go out.
2: <laughs>
0: we're <laughs> it all too. over the board, man. It might do. A hundred percent. We got, like, super deep, and then we're back to, like, Dick and Jizjo. Dick jokes. News. <laughs> thick Dick News. And this, this Scott cast is hundred percent going out to Sabelle. <laughs> and then she's going to be like, publish it, don't publish it. Yeah. That's my thought. Mm-hmm. She's going to be my editor on this one. I need you, Sabelle. I need you to be like, <laughs> Scott, this is don't don't talk about this or do talk about this or actually this is good this is well handled that's all I need is well handled because yeah we, we go we go into hard topics we yeah. go to racy topics but if we handle them well I feel mm. like that's a net benefit to society which harkens back to our previous discussion that it's good to have a, even though there's suffering in the world if you mm. feel like the suffering is a net benefit to society and to life into existence then it's fine and then your life is good and it's worthwhile and then you don't put a shotgun in your mouth yeah. not to say that this is this is the turning point for me <laughs> <laughs> not to say that this is the fulcrum we're working with <laughs> so you're saying we're we're causing some suffering to our listeners but probably it's for <laughs> a net benefit master charles right in <laughs> tell me about your opinion on uh, pedophilia <laughs> <laughs> You know, why don't you cast your hat in that ring? But yeah, like, for sure, uh, like, of all the shit that goes on in society, I feel like pedophilia is the most maligned Mm -hmm. because, I mean, practically, if you engage in it literally, Mm -hmm. like, there's a definitive victim. It's the same as if, like, your sexual fetish was murdering a guy. Right. You know, it's, it's, there's a definite victim that should never happen. Yes. And, and so, like, pedophilia, yeah, you like kids? Well, you know what? You can't do that. Like, I'm sorry you like kids. Right. You know, life sucks. Yep. You know, you're going to have to f- find a way around that shit. That's the Scott Cass take. That's the Scott Cass take. Pedophilia, 100% no. <laughs> 100% do not do that. Like, if you are that and you've never harmed anybody, and your pursuit of that you've never uh like if mean, you never pursued that in a real way, then yeah, you're that's that's fine as long as you do not in, in ever that case, harm someone. Like in let us way. know how you've done that and like help other people to I don't not know if do I that. want to shoulder that burden. I understand we all gotta cross the bear, but I don't think Hold that's me. my cross <laughs> Well, I'm saying like mm-hmm. if you've if you're on that plane and you've we, yeah, if you been want, able to not, you've been able to handle that without hurting hurting anyone. That's true. Like, yeah, that is that is valuable. Other people need to know how to do that. That is valuable. That is valuable for hundred percent to be able to know how to not harm anybody with that impulse because you know people let's be honest people have worse impulses than that yeah people have murderous impulses on mass people have torture impulses people have all sorts of terrible fucking impulses because Mm. we're animals and that's something that people totally forget is that we're animals and animals live in a world of predator they live in a world where they get a random assortment of genes based mm-hmm. on, I hope this works, right? <laughs> and and, and their, their job is to be like, okay, I got I, I to survive as long as I can doing what I can, and uh, for some reason I got to fuck because I know somebody needs to procreate these genes. And, like, everybody gets that impulse because mm-hmm. that's the only way life is ever propagated. That's just since the dawn of time, hundreds of millions of years ago, that's how life is set up. Right. You know, so that that's an impulse we can't fucking change. Like, there's hierarchies in humanity. We're never going to be a completely equal society. It's just a fact of life. You know, it's just humans are hierarchical beings. Even mm-hmm. if once we evolve, even if we evolve more, it's <laughs> like maybe the hierarchy gets diminished and more softened and, and better for everybody, but which I hope. But. It'll probably. I think we should just like flip it, flip the hierarchy. Yeah, just, you know, just like a mattress. <laughs> like this was good for a while. It would nah, be. It's kind of bad now. Let's flip it. No, <laughs> it would be great. And we'll wait a while. Like women are going to be like pounding the shit out of men. I mean, stakes. it would be horrible for me, but it would be. It would be good <laughs> for everybody else. Well, we're fine because a flip is. It's like the Titanic when it turns. It's had a small rudder. Humanity, genes, genealogy, biology, all has a small rudder. It can't mm-hmm. turn very fast. Mm-hmm. So for us to, to be like, you know what? I hope this happens. We're still sitting pretty. Like, if everything happens as fast as possible, we are white heterosexual men. And we're still going to be fine by the we'll time see, we're that's, 90.
1: That's the thing. I'm
0: I'm saying, like, flip it. Like, now. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What is flip it. look flip it once we're dead, right? Once we're dead. <laughs> once we're like, I enjoy being on top of the hierarchy. I don't know about you. <laughs> I know you had concerns, but me, yeah. I'm like, eh, fuck it. Someone's got to be. Might as well be me. <laughs> it's like it's not about being white. It's not about being me uh, It's not about being heterosexual. It's not about any of those things. Mm-hmm. It's purely about me. Yeah. It's purely about Scott. Like I don't give a. I don't give a. I love you I don't give a fuck About other white Heterosexual men Yeah I don't give a fuck As long as I'm on top Of the hierarchy Things are fine Hmm The world works <laughs> 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 To the best advantage For Scott And that's the deal Is it the best advantage For everybody Of course not Yeah You know And things, can things be better Of course Am I glad I'm living In a society Where things are Very easy for me Yeah I'm selfish As fuck Yeah <laughs> 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 oh yeah uh, That's how it works You know This is ScottCast Yeah There's a reason why It's called ScottCast <laughs> <laughs> So Whatever we learned today We've learned a lot oh, today Christ. We've learned a lot today If you're gonna Crawl through uh, Drop ceiling Make sure you're not wearing pants Yeah cause then at least You'll get some exposure On a national level for yeah. it you know, you start a podcast later. I listen. Are, uh, that guy starts a podcast. I'm going to listen. If you're a member of the clergy, mm-hmm. make sure you wear pants at all times. 100. <laughs> <laughs> never, you, never take off your pants. Never take off your pants. Like that—that's an in private thing or with a consenting woman kind of thing. A yeah. consenting man. I don't know. Is, are women in the clergy?
1: Um, it depends. What? Uh, what denomination. qualifies as
0: clergy? Not in,
1: not in Catholicism. uh, Keep it, uh, keep it
0: adult and consenting.
1: Yes, adult
0: and consenting. Like maybe you should hide it from your parish. You know that's that's the parish's No, fuck that. Okay, be open. Be open. Be who you is. Be who you is. As long as it does not. As as long as you don't. No victimization. It's victimization. Yeah, is what it is. It's like as far as kids are concerned. Correct. Yeah, hundred percent about the victimization. Yes. Do not do that. Do not do that. Do not victimize a child or anyone, but particularly a child, because they're completely defenseless. Correct. Exactly. What else have we learned? Um, We talked about Christopher Lee. As in he should be our, uh, our kind of w- model for... Yeah, 100%. I wish this podcast went to us talking to a ghost of Christopher Lee. Yeah. And him providing insight into the afterlife, into mm-hmm. how life should be lived, rather than, hey, let's talk about pedophilia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, like, our opinions, I feel like, are pretty solid about it. Yeah. You know, like... Solidly bad- anti-pedophilia. <laughs> pretty anti-pedophilia yeah like I understand that uh, the people who engage in it are in some sort of uh, some, some, some sort of situation where it's a biological imperative mm. but you know there's a lot of biological imperatives that you need to deny yeah and as long as you deny it like you're fine in my book you know if, as long as you deny the shit that totally wrecks other human beings lives that's fine like the impulse is not a problem it's the carrying out of an impulse that can be a problem. We got on to Christopher Lee because values, because we should uh, live a full life. We should be. Yeah. Live a f- fulfilled life. Complete at least people. And you're, you're living a fulfilled life. I'm. Yeah. That's what you say. Yeah. I mean, it's I, said, like, uh, I believe it, too. Yeah, I look at you, and I'm looking at you as a model of that kind of thing. There's a reason why I have you on Scottcast, <laughs> besides besides your witty banter. Yeah. So uh, think about that for you. I'm my my life is different than your life, and you are your own thing, and do what you want to do within reason. Within reason, and without harming others. Yeah, you know. As long as you live a fulfilled life and for us, at least the way we've learned it, Mm -hmm. you know, that that means that there's a certain amount of sacrifice that we bear upon ourselves Mm -hmm. for the betterment of betterment of others. Yeah. And that somewhat justifies Mm -hmm. the sacrifice that is inevitable in life by itself. Right. Okay. what else have we learned? (laughs) Damn, that seems like a lot of lessons for
1: one Scott This cast. is the most
0: lesson filled Scott cast. This is gonna be a real Sophie's choice of podcasts to be published. <laughs> we talked about pedophilia, but we also talked about shit that was really good. To, to uh, for I mean, uh, even the pedophilia part makes sense. I mean, that seems like a pretty solid cast. I don't know, were there any other lessons you gleaned from that? Yeah. I mean you covered the drop ceiling, right? Drop ceiling. Make sure you're not wearing pants if you're in a drop ceiling I mean, I would actually wear pants We're conflicting on that If you're in a drop ceiling, wear pants Why? Because if you don't wear pants Then you're going to end up in a news article (laughs) (laughs) If if you're falling and you're wearing pants Then that's not newsworthy Do you want your 15 minutes of fame?
2: Take off them pants (laughs) Take off them
0: pants for that podcast promotion I'm going to be falling through an IHOP's fucking ceiling Like in (laughs) two weeks Alright, with the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scott Cast, that's a cast, that's a wink. I bid thee adieu. See you later, Scott Castigators. Alright.